Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hello, thank you for joining us today. We're here to talk about New York's COVID-19 vaccine laws. My name is Kelly Carden, and I'm an attorney in Ogletree Deacons, New York and Stanford, Connecticut offices. My name is Jessica Sheld, and I'm an attorney in Ogletree Deacons, New York office. So Jess, it has been quite a year. (laughs) Yes, it has. So I think we're all hopeful that we are nearing the end of the trials and tribulations of the COVID-19 pandemic. And what we wanted to talk about today is the law that the New York legislature recently passed regarding COVID-19 vaccine leave. I actually just made my appointment for my first dose of my vaccine for next week. That is exciting stuff. So I think what you need to be thinking about is that if you need to make your appointment during work, you might be entitled to paid leave to get your shot. Really? How much time am I able to request? So under the law, you are entitled to get four hours of paid leave for each shot of the vaccination. So if you're getting one of the vaccines that require two different shots, that's four hours of paid leave per vaccine. That's awesome. What about if I schedule my appointment for a day when I'm not scheduled to work? Well, in that case, the law doesn't require that you get any additional compensation. The law really only focuses on time off that you need from work. So it's basically like a PTO, paid time off, leave situation. Got it. And how much am I supposed to get paid for that time? You will be paid at your regular rate of pay. But it's kind of interesting because one of the questions that I keep on hearing is what about exempt employees, right? Because these are employees who are paid a salary, whose pay is not really set pursuant to any hourly work specifically. So in those cases, you're not entitled to any additional compensation on top of your regular rate of pay, but you can't be docked any pay for the time it takes you to get the vaccine. That makes sense. Do I have to give my employer any notice? So employers can require that you give a certain amount of notice. It's a little bit unclear how this is going to play out, and employers might want to consider whether requiring you know, a specific amount of advanced notice is necessary. Got it. Okay. So it sounds like my employer might be able to request a certain amount of notice if my time for receiving the vaccine is foreseeable. For example, if I get an appointment tomorrow, that might be okay. Exactly. And I think while the guidance isn't super clear on this point, employers might want to be flexible as they consider what kind of notification requirements they're going to enforce. I think the aim of this law is really to make sure that as many people get vaccinated in as an efficient and expedient way as possible. So I think that's really what the law is aimed at here. It's also important to note that this affects all employers in New York, regardless of size, regardless of whether they're a corporation, a limited liability company, all of them are subject to these leave requirements. So do I have to provide my employer any proof once I've either made my appointment or received my vaccine? So the guidance that New York State has promulgated clarifies that an employer is not prevented from requiring proof of vaccination, 
but employers are encouraged to consider any confidentiality requirements applicable to such records prior to requesting proof of vaccination. So again, this is an issue that employers are going to want to think through and be really careful about before they implement. What about any employees who may have received their first dose of the vaccine or even both doses of the vaccine prior to when this law became effective? That's an excellent question. So the law became effective March 12th of 2021, but employees who are vaccinated before March 12th are not entitled to any kind of retroactive pay or anything like that. Another interesting point here is that this law is going to expire and it will be deemed repealed as of December 31st, 2022. So this is really a finite period that we're looking at here. So just to clarify, if I received my first dose before March 12th, but I'm getting my second dose after March 12th, I'd still be entitled to the four hours of paid leave for my second dose, right? That's exactly right, Jess. So for your second dose, you would be entitled to up to four hours of paid leave to get that second shot. However, if it takes you less time, it's not clear under the law that you would be entitled to the full four hours of pay. So this is just something that you need to keep in mind. For example, if you know your employer is offering the shot on site, you would not be likely entitled to the four hours of pay. Got it. So it seems like a lot of the law is clear and there are some things that are still up in the air. What would you recommend that employers consider at this point? Well, I think at this point, employers really need to make sure that they understand the intricacies of the law and the specific requirements articulated in the law and the guidance that we've received since then. Employers should also take a look at their policies to make sure that all employees are aware of this um, paid vaccine leave and to make sure that these requirements are in line and either meet or exceed any vaccine policies that the employer might have promulgated on their own. Additionally, employers are going to want to look at their payroll practices to make sure that they align with the requirements of the law and the guidance. And again, Jess, you know, I feel like we say this in every podcast, but really employers are going to want to make sure that their supervisory and managerial employees, as well as their human resources professionals, of course, are aware of and implementing the requirements of the law. This has been super helpful, Kelly. Here's hoping to a better and brighter future for all of us ahead. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.